for joining No Law From Left Behind. I am Jim Gass, and this is DJ Myers. Dave, how you doing today? Doing good. Yeah. Well, we're uh, we're back for kind of an impromptu show today. We had to make some adjustments because we had a guest cancel, but it'll be a great show nonetheless. I think we worked really hard yesterday to figure out what we're going to talk about. So why are we here on No Law From Left Behind? Remember, No Law From Left Behind is here to help you keep your firm competitive, uh, keep your staff and uh, attorneys productive, as well as help you attract new clients. And so today, what we're going to be doing specifically is talking about uh, how to keep your staff more productive. And what staff are we going to actually be talking about being productive today, Dave? We're talking about our IT staff. Yeah, those poor guys. I got to tell you what. Um, it is my opinion, Dave, that 2020 is the year to herald and 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 pump up the the IT professionals, wouldn't you say? So yeah, I mean, we were just talking about this yesterday, and you know, we've been in this for a, for a while. Yeah, a little while. And there's always been sort of the push pull of knowing that people need to do technology, they need to have technology, they need to adopt technology. At the same time, there's always been this constant, am I wasting my money? <clears throat> is this really necessary? Do I need all this or am I just buying gizmos and gadgets? Right. right. It's always been considered almost an expense, uh, uh, not a revenue generating uh, department, right? And now it's like for the first time ever, uh, I, I feel like that question is like gone. Oh. Okay. It's like, Okay, we now recognize that if we didn't have the right stuff in place, we'd be hosed right now. Yeah, yeah. And so, in a lot of ways, this is the uh, making it so that IT is just a a given. Like it's all. It feels to me like at least in the SMB market space, in particular, it's just accepted now. All right. All the stuff you've been trying to tell us for years, we get it now. Yep. it's It's been in the past, and I get it. I mean, you know, businesses have to increase revenue and shrink costs to raise profit, right? I get right. that. And so I'm not – I mean, first, let's just make sure we're not knocking. I mean, this is just the way it is, and we we, we know it. But let's look at our business for a second, Dave. Um, and, and as an outsourced IT provider – we have tools that we need to use to help our customers, just like law firms have tools uh, to use that cost money to help their customers, technology tools, right? And so- Hi, Nick. Joined in. How you doing, Nick? Good to see you, bud. Hey, Nick. Thanks for joining. And so, you know, there, there's no difference between, between the two except the product that is actually coming from it, right? And I would venture to say that almost every business is the same. But- you get that the tools that you use to accomplish the job, if they weren't there, you wouldn't be able to accomplish the job competitively, right? Uh, efficiently. Uh, it would take you twice as long now to do to do half as much as, as we get done because of the technology. So in the past, like you said, it, it has been, you know, man, we don't want to spend money on it anymore. We just really don't want to. Um, and now COVID hit, guess what? You know, hopefully the law firms made the right investments and they were able to pivot to work from home. Right. And it, had they not, 
made those investments, they realized the value of that technology. Oh my gosh, if I don't have that, you know, what, what, what uh, so many lawyers used to consider, um, you know, fancy technology, the ability to work from home that I don't need that. You know, when I go home, I don't want to work from home. I want to, I want to be at home now. Now, what is it, you know, an absolute necessity. Yep. And so I think that uh, you think you're right. It's been an incredible awakening. And this has been. Absolutely. And, you know, it's brought to light and this really kind of leads into what we're going to talk about today. And it brings to light sort of how IT is changing Mm. from what it has historically been. And it's something that we've we've kind of seen coming for a long time. But now it's we're starting to see people. The, the, the end users, the customers, the companies that are consuming the IT resources, we're starting to see them realizing that what they used to need is different than what they need now. Yeah. Oh, and the consumption on it is it's faster. Mm-hmm. It's, it's absolutely, it, you know, uh, and, and the biggest change and I've seen, let's get right to it. Let's get right to it. I personally think that the biggest change that we have seen, especially with our customer base and with, you know, with our colleagues in the industry is the adoption of technology is faster and it has to be faster. In the past, it's like, maybe we'll do an upgrade this year. Maybe we'll, mm-hmm. you know, modify this, you know. But this year, I mean, if you haven't, I've seen two and three major initiatives at companies this year alone. Um, and, and that doesn't even that doesn't even include the work from home, right? When the initial right. work from home. Right. These are major initiatives that have come after that fact. You seem to, you kind of see the same thing? It does. I mean, you know, a lot of the stuff's just being pushed by necessity. Mm. All right. But I also think that what's happening is as we have things pushed by necessity, people are seeing that, oh, we really can adopt things this rapidly and iron it out as we go. And it's not mm. going to cause my users to, you know, it's not going to devastate my business. So much of the pushback that we've gotten in the past was, oh, I don't like change. Yeah. Change is bad. Change is going to make everything wrong. It's going to screw everything up. Yeah. And now it's like, hey, guess what? You got to change. Uh, you don't have joy. Oh, oh, it all still works. Yeah. 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 We, we said yesterday. Down out of the air, you know. We said yesterday when we were talking about this show today, there's no tolerance for learning curve right now. No, no. Oh, my gosh. And, and, and what's that? You just got to do adapt. You, adapt. You do. The, the fear of it. The, the necessity of it has outweighed the, the fear of it, right? So necessity right. necessity was kind of here, fear was here, and slow change was happening. Well, now, you know, necessity is up here and fear, you know, might still be the same, but it's like, forget it. We got to do it. There's also, I, I, I feel that the tolerance for hiccups is far greater right now. Oh. Let's not get into the conversation of Microsoft over the last few weeks. And again, yeah, it's been a rough time. I think Amazon uh, too, actually. But, you know, it's like you just said, you know, we got the fear, we got the necessity. And when you have that, even when you begrudgingly make a change, you have that this gray area between the two. And guess what's going to happen? People are going to nitpick every last little thing that they didn't quite like. Yep. About, oh, well, it used to do this, and now I have to do an extra step, and so I hate that now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then we have 2020. Now people, and I, it, literally from, from from the highest level to the 
to the everyday people in the trenches. You know, we're talking about the people that are really using the IT resources all the way up to the executives that are making the decisions on how to implement, what to implement. They're like, oh, well, it's not working. That's cool. We'll figure it out later. You know, and, and honestly, mostly working. And honestly, we've always said this in our own business. Mm-hmm. Uh, imperfect execution is beats imperfect, exe- uh, perfect in execution every day. Did I say that right? Perfect, perfect execution. Imperfect execution beats imperfect in execution every day. Right. right? And so, um, yeah. So, you know what? I, I, I'll tell you what. I will laud the, the internal IT guys, the internal staffs right now. They have been pivoting harder than anybody. And and then, oh, yeah. you know, I, I'm going to give it up to our staff, right? Because we deal with them all day long and they are just busting their butts. I, I can only assume all of our competitors and colleagues are doing the same thing. So I want to give it up to all the IT professionals out there. And, uh, and, 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 and I'll also kind of put a little bit of a, a plea, you know, Hey, have some patience with all these, all these professionals right now. They need it probably now more than ever. And even though the end of the year is coming, there's, there's going to be a mad rush to the end of the year, probably on it spending and even, even further, let's get those things implemented quickly in the beginning of the year in case something else bad happens. But, uh, but the trend I'm, trend I'm, I'm seeing with these guys, especially the in-house it staffs, um, they don't, they're not getting the chance to learn as much as they, they used to be able to, to experiment and say, I'll do it ourselves. We'll do it ourselves. Right. I, I see a lot more of them outsourcing right. to companies like ours right now. Are you, yeah, Dave, Dave's got some kids that are, that are home today. Uh, yeah, I'm, mu- I'm muting. Uh, okay. you hear me yelling, but if you notice that I'm kind of shouting off into the distance, yeah. that gets the explanation. You know what? It's a great piece of technology, the mute button, right? That little mute button, yeah. awesome piece of technology. So, but no, and, 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 and back to the topic, IT guys aren't getting the time to learn and, and, and is saying we need it faster. Um, we need you to focus on keeping us going and hire outsourced IT staff like ours and other, co- other companies to actually right. do the projects and, and what we do ca- call co-managed IT. Yep. And so it, it's kind of sad because, you know, when you, when you, when you were an in-house IT professional, it's a nice, it's a nice place to learn a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of them are kind of like just spinning their wheels, trying to keep up and they don't have time to learn anymore. Like they used to. And, and, and let's be realistic here. Okay. Your smallest firms typically aren't going to have in-house IT. No, it's your larger firms. Yeah. Okay. Your larger businesses. So what does that typically mean? I mean, and this is a generalization. It's not true of everybody. The larger the firm, the slower the movement. The more Generally the speaking, yes. Eight. So what I've seen over the last decade plus is if you come across and you're working with someone that has an in-house staff, even if it's just one person, that's the kind of place that has typically been built on the concept of we want our stuff in-house. We want our stuff here. We're not looking at, you know, the cloud, and this, that, and the other thing. You know, what you typically find is they're much slower to adopt these newfangled technologies, okay? And they're comfortable with where they're at. Mm-hmm. So what you have is talented in-house IT guys. And gals. Are, and gals. Sorry. Sorry. Thank you. Got to get that. Um, and they are typically skilled and experienced with the stuff that was not properly set up, not 
not the right stuff to handle what we had in early 2020. Great way to say it. They had all they had awesome internal systems set up, right? But then all this craziness happened. And now the question becomes, oh gosh, how do we adopt? And I haven't worked with some of these technologies before because I've been so mad so busy managing, you know, on-prem stuff. Well, they I think they I think in the beginning they had to MacGyver it, right? The band-aid paper stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, they did. I saw some IT folks pull off some cool <laughs> stuff back in March. You know, I got you. Listen, necessity is the mother of invention and change, right? You know, and so you know, great job for for you know, use. Hey, I'll use. I got this bubble gum over in this paperclip. I'll make it happen. Don't worry about it, right? And and that's what they're paid to do. And they yeah. do. And they did a great job of it. But, but I now, mean, it's still pointed out that you know especially if you've got a smaller IT state. I mean, we're not talking about huge enterprise level, okay? That's not what we generally work with on an no. everyday basis. No, we're not talking about thousands of people. We're talking. Exactly. Yeah. But even, even you know, your mid-sized business, you know, anywhere from 100 to 500 employees, a lot of them might only have one or two IT folks on staff. Yeah, it's surprising. You know? and, and between those one or two people, it's like, okay, how much of the brand new stuff are you up to speed on? Right. And so they're trying to learn this stuff as they're MacGyvering stuff. And, and mm. frankly, when you've got to change as fast as we had to, that unfortunately the, the, the luxury of having any kind of learning curve just sort of disappears. I mean, they, what they would do in the past and, and, and would go to ILTA, right? Learn about, learn a, uh, or, or, or what's the other one control. Um, I forget the other one. Sorry guys. Don't for, don't kill me. Um, but they go to ILTA and they would they would evaluate technologies. They come back. They have a chance to put it in their budget, maybe for the next year. Right. Okay. Then halfway through the year, get the you know start to start to get you know through the year and and have the half of the year to look at it and the other half to actually implement it mm-hmm. or, or or try to you know to to use it. Right. Now it's just like no, we don't have that time. We need right. to budget it, budget approved go right you know and, and and don't forget at the exact same time the in-house it folks still have to keep all the other stuff running oh yeah oh yeah my i can't print and you know typically in-house it staff are a very white gloved approach with that with mm-hmm. their with the people that they're supporting uh, yeah. good and, and rightfully so so you know the the thing about it is is that yeah that that transition to i would say to discovery to implementation it was here, you know, edges of the screen here. It was here. And now it's like here. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and I mean, just, just got to do it. And, and we got, I know a lot of in-house IT guys that are incredibly bright and given the amount of time, you know, hex, I know some of them, they can probably do it just as well as we can, but, uh, but given the amount of time and the bureaucratic red tape, they still have to deal with that. And the expectations are still too high right now for them to, to take the normal time that they would right. take. And, and by the way, there's one thing about in-house IT that's different than us, Dave. Um, those guys are very meticulous, right? And I'm not saying we're not, okay? But it they're very cautious, very uh, wrote about their process, right? Okay. In, and we, we do it. We have to do it fast. It's environmental. It's environmental. Yeah. For us, 
we are not always, but generally, if we're pure outsource, like full outsource, okay, yeah. we're in a lot of ways making the rules, if you will, mm-hmm. making, you know, we're the ones that we come in and say, all right, here's what are the best practices. Here's yeah. what you should do. Here's how you should implement, blah, blah, blah. Once you change to that environment that has the in-house, you're now talking about an environment where the environment is oftentimes dictating, here's how you're going to do it. I don't need to know how you do what you do, but here's the process you're going to need to follow to get things approved, get things implemented, get things followed up on. You know, And so that meticulousness is oftentimes driven by an overall meticulousness that you find in that environment. And it's also... It's also, I would also give it a little credence to the fact that they're paying very close attention to the end user experience. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Now, again, I'm not saying they have they have more time generally for projects than we we, we do. We're pressed against margin and budget, and you know, and right. if we go over, we're eating it. And mm-hmm. you know, it's a it's a little bit different. Um, we're not so much a fixed asset, you know, as a, as a, as a staffer is. Right. Right. And so we gotta, we gotta get in and get it done and get it quick, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, there. That, that's changed, right? Well, the amount of time of implementation has changed. Well, and that's the thing, you know, what, one of the things that we've seen here is because we have, because the businesses have to implement stuff so much faster. They're starting to turn to us and they're reaching out to us, especially for project work. Yeah. Oftentimes yeah. to augment what their in-house folks are doing. Or what I'm seeing also, Dave, I'd like to add this, the tools that we use that they don't, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we've developed a tool set. Most IT companies like ours has developed a, a specific right. bundled tool set that gives us mm-hmm. as close to a single pane of glass as possible to manage thousands of endpoints, Right. Whereas, whereas they've had this pan glass, this pan glass, this pan glass, and in the, in, in, if they're going to keep doing these projects and keep, you know, keep up with things, which is rapid today, you know, they're investing in our tool sets from companies like us so that they can use those tools themselves instead of trying to reinvent the stack. Exactly. Oh, so you got, you know, you guys use a, this antivirus and it integrates with this management software and it integrates with this patching software. And, oh, I can push out these printers through it and remote and, access. And so what does that, ena- what does that enable people to do? What does that enable the, in- the in-house IT staff to do? Well, it lets them do what they were doing before, but faster. Yeah. Easier. Yeah. Cheaper, yeah. Which is, I mean, let's face it right now, everybody's also trying to save money, right? Yeah. So on top of, you know, saying we got to do all this stuff and we got to do it faster. We also want to conserve our funds. Yeah. And so, see, you know, and really, I said it. I'm really it. Let me say it. Um, and, and these two forces kind of, you know, they, they kind of butt heads against each other. But it also sort of works out because the in-house folks are taking these solutions that we put together. And we're just basically heading over and saying, all right, here's your version of this. Mm-hmm. Here's your part. Here's how you do it. And if you have any problems, give us a holler. And so it's like we're not stepping on toes. Mm-hmm, no. But as we're getting involved with the customer, we're helping that in-house IT for uh, that in-house IT staffer to do their job more easily. And more well, easily. Dave, it, it really is the trio. It is better. 
because now they have a developed stack in a single pane of glass, right? And that is naturally going to make them faster at what they do. And candidly, it's cheaper. Okay. It's a lot cheaper than hiring additional staff to implement these new projects. Exactly. Cheaper than, you know, uh, overtime for your current staff, if that's, Mm -hmm. you know, your situation. It's cheaper than the opportunity cost of not doing this stuff. And so it is better faster. Now, that opportunity cost of not doing IT work is a lot bigger than a lot of people thought, you know, 12 months ago. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. And they don't want to hire new staff because no. of the economic uncertainties. Nobody knows. And, and truthfully, I, I believe the IT talent that's out there is, you know, if you can get it there, there's a, there's a shortage of good IT talent right now, mm-hmm. you know, well, you know, but here, diversified, diversified, not specialized. Right. So here, and, and here's sort of the, the catch that I've seen a lot of what's facilitating some of this in-house transition and some of this co-managed IT that we're seeing a lot more of now is only possible, you know, and this might sound, you know, like we're taking a little bit too much credit in the outsourced world, but we've had to go and fight this. We have to get it done now or else we lose money on it. Yeah. And so we've kind of like had to, bash our heads into the wall several times to get this stuff. And now we're finding ourselves able to provide not a perfect, but a far more mature product. Well, Dave, the, the, think about it like this. And, and, and that's, and you're right. That's not a knock. And here's why it's not a knock. That's actually just the way it naturally becomes because for us, if we do patching, okay. And it's not working and the patching software isn't working. We have to make that change quick or we're going to make some people unhappy. We're going to lose customers, Right. We, we won't, our, we lean on that vendor to make that work. And if exactly. they can't, sorry, sayonara, we're off to the next game because we don't have time to play around with it, yep. right? We will lose money right. and customers. Whereas, you know, whereas in-house IT, they have the luxury, not, and don't get me wrong. I mean, they're very busy, especially now, right? Oh, Which yeah. is nice. And right. it's, it's good that they're leaning on us because we've already had the R and D to go into exactly. what we put together. Right? And, and that's, that's the point I was trying to make there yeah. is, you know, when you're talking about needing a new and different solution, okay, you need rapid change. You need oh, yeah. rapid change without breaking the bank. Right now, um, you, yeah. need, you need to like immediately get a new skill set available to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is not something that is the fault of in-house IT that they can't just magically snap their fingers and make that happen. That's not how in-house IT is built. Bigger the company, the slower it moves. Exactly. And so what we have is, you know, the opportunity that we've not really had before that in-house IT is given, is being given the opportunity to work more closely with us hand in hand yeah. by the the power, the people that control the, the purse strings mm-hmm. you know? and are saying, look, let's just make it happen. You and know, so now we're working more hand in hand with in-house and saying, all right, here, do this, do this, do this. And they're like, oh, this is great. I'm so glad we finally got the opportunity to like bring our world and their world together. Yeah. What are you seeing as far as the different types of technology. I want your opinion on it. The different types of technology that that is being thrust upon now uh, in-house IT staff. It's is is it is it the same old on-premise stuff? You know, is it 
Is it shifting? It's, it's without question, anything cloud-based is preferable right now. That's a hot commodity right now. Um, I had a conversation with a, a client who will remain nameless hmm. for obvious reasons earlier this week. Uh, we have, to get, that, we have week. to get that nameless client on the on the show, Dave. Huh? We have to get that nameless client on the show. There you go. There you go. And, and he was saying, you know, I've always been one of these people who was like, I don't like cloud. I don't like my stuff being somewhere else. I want control over my client's information. Yeah. And then he kind of paused and said, but I'm starting to come around. Ha. And so I think that a lot of people that had that hesitation in the past are starting to realize that, oh, hey, the rest of the world really is doing this. Yeah. And out of necessity. Yeah. Even if it's out of necessity, I got to just do it. And so you're seeing the the last few like people that were holding on to that. I got to have it in my closet Mm -hmm. in the hallway. I got to have it in my server room. They're finally starting to change that a little bit a little bit it's it's getting you know and and it's the first time some of these folks i mean i've had i've had folks that i've been saying for years hey cloud is where you should be thinking about going no no now yeah all right how do we do that come on there was no agent for change there was no agent for change there was no reason i had a i was out of town i had a managing partner uh email me and i set up a call i was out of town of all things um, because it was that important. And, and, and he says, you know, we've been using this, uh, this billing system, it's an on-premise billing system forever. And, and I know because I, I, I help implement it and, uh, upgraded a few times in the past. And, and he says, now we're using this document management system, this DMS and, uh, and it's on-premise too. And we're also using this accounting system over here at the same time. And we don't really have any calendaring or, or case management. We all stand on our own. You know, and and this is a firm of you know ten to fifteen people, and he said, you know what, I, I I've seen so much this year that you know I want I know there's got to be something that does all of it right, and and then and and people are hung up on the necessity of document management, document management, document. It's got to be document management, and and honestly, I love DMS, I love you know World Docs, and I love I, I manage, but unless you're OCD, you're not using it to its fullest benefit, fullest capacity, right? I mean, it's just another storage place against a client. And if you can get other things to work in a single system for a lot less in the cloud, okay, now what you've done is you've lowered your cost of, 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 of supporting it, right? You've lowered your, your necessity to upgrade different things all the time, your servers, your backups and all that stuff for one simple cloud solution. I asked him, I said, so are you, are you leaning towards more on premise to make a change in in a consolidated system? Or are you leaning towards cloud? And and he said, this is a guy who's, you know, he's probably 58 years old, right? Not a young guy. I mean, I'm not young. I'm 52. We're not forties and thirties. Right. So we're not in that mentality of cloud. I mean, most, most, most people aren't at, at our age, but he said, "You know what? I'm done with the I'm done with the servers. I'm done with having to be be stuck at my office to do my work." He said, "On my on my 
free time, I like to go hunting. Some of the, some of the attorneys in the office like to go hunting or do whatever, go fishing. And you know what? When they're waiting for the deer, you know, they'll sit there and they'll, you know, or fish or just, you know, waiting for the bobber to go down or however you fish, whatever you do, you know, they'll do some work while they're sitting there in the, in the tree stand. And that's exactly what he said. And, and it's just like, I'm just tired of not being able to do that kind of stuff when I want, where I want, how I want. Yep. And, and, and so they're, and, and they have uh, IT staff and, but the call was made to me to have that conversation at least, you know, not that, not that they couldn't, but they knew that dealing with a lot of diverse um, firms, right. And that's why I pulled on me because all the different diverse firms we work with, um, they knew I'd have an opinion. Now we'll work with the IT staff to actually get that implemented and then they'll take it over. Right. Um, and manage it. But that's what's coming today. Yep. It's, it's better. And it just, in a lot of ways, we weren't prepared for everybody to change Ooh. their mind so quickly. Um, and it's been a very busy year, to put it mildly. And that's I a always problem to have, you know, okay? Um, with so much that's been bad, I'm not I'm not complaining about being busy, okay? No. So I don't want anyone to take it that way. No. But it caught us off guard a little bit because people just all of a sudden said, all right, let's do it. And so then we just had to. You know, it's just like we were running, we were rolling at 25 miles an hour, nice and slow, steady growth, going to 26, slowly, 27, slowly growth, you know, from a mile per hour perspective. And then all of a sudden we were all going 50 and 60 and 75 miles an hour. And, uh, and it's great. I love it. You know, we, we've had to adjust like any other business, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I kinda, mean, so Jim, you know, I kind of think, you know, we're, we're right at about a half hour right now. Yeah. What? And I think we've kind of covered most of the stuff that we wanted to talk about. Yeah. I would like to just say that I don't really see this trend changing anytime in the near future. Um, I think people, you know, we oftentimes in the media hear this phrase, the new normal, right? Mm -hmm. I think when it comes to IT, this is another one of those, this is a new normal for yeah. us. People are now open to rapid change and rapid implementation, whereas they might not have been before. Will we eventually have some pullback? Absolutely. We'll eventually put some more controls and processes back in place and people will get a little bit more like, okay, we don't have to do it like today. But people have seen that this can be done and it can be done right and it can be done quickly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think we ever put that genie back in the bottle. All right. I agree. Um, not fully. You know, Jim, you, you you mentioned productivity at the beginning, at the top of the at the top of the show. Can you tie that what we've kind of been talking about for the last half hour? Can you tie that back to how this is productivity? What what's the takeaway that anyone watching this should grab and say, all right, here's this nugget from this show that I should take back and you know, benefit from, because that's really what we try to, we're not here to just ramble. Yeah. We're here to give some, some help to people. I think Dave that, uh, and, and that's a really good way to put it. Actually. I, I think what there's two things we can measure. Okay. Uh, productivity from an IT staffer's perspective, right. And then productivity from a, an attorney or, or legal staffer's perspective. Right. right. And so from a, from an out, from an uh, uh, in-house IT staff, Right. When they start making investments into uh, outsourced tools or outsourcing their projects, it allows them to stay more productive 
on the things that they're, they're working on, but still improve the efficiencies of the things that they have to do. Um, so no, I don't have to worry about that project. I, I can project manage it. They've got that. And once they've got that, they'll do the technology transfer and then I'll, I'll be up to speed on what I need to know, but I don't have to learn how to implement it. Okay. I don't have to know how to migrate it or whatever that is. Um, and that's like make me a new technology or cloud technology. Um, as far as the tools that, 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 that they might get from a company like ours and, and employ, man, I mean, you know, a little bit of investment right here will mean an incredible productivity increase right at the other side of the equation, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. For their staff, right. For the IT staff, they'll be able to be more efficient in helping their staff. I don't have to worry about patching getting done. It's an automated process. All I have to do is worry about worry about what breaks, you know, and I can even outsource that if I want to. So if it doesn't patch, I don't have to worry about making it happen. Somebody else will do it or it'll try it again. Right. And so that means less downtime for the end customers, less touches uh, for the end, end users, right? Less touches for the IT staff, which means less interruptions for the end users, better security, or maybe an upgrade. You know, I need to deploy the software on, you know, teams on 100 computers. Well, guess right. what? Now I don't have to go to 100 computers or do a new image, right? I can just go ahead and push it and and schedule it for when they're not using their stuff. Yeah, there's efficiencies there on, on the staff side and on the user side. Now on the user side, let me add this on the yeah. user side, the consolidation of the technologies, right? And the and work from home is not going anywhere. It, it's it's not. We're, you know, the funny thing about it is it's even going to get more uh, more ingrained and in, in we're, we're going to call it work from anywhere, right? Home is just now our maybe our new hopeful base, right? So that doesn't go anywhere. I'm actually talking to law, law firms about that. They're down thinking about downsizing their offices, that it's it's so great. Plus, on top of that, we're freaking spoiled now. I, I'd have to admit. Are you spoiled, Dave? Oh, I love uh, it. I, I, I'm spoiled, right? I now make sure I go to the office Monday and Friday. I, I, it's a, I have to make myself do that because I like- Yeah, the- I, I go in on Monday. Yeah, I mean, you have to make yourself, right? Yeah. I mean, because it works so well and we're, our, our processes are so good. But- it's also more efficient. Now you, I don't have to worry about commutes, right? I may work over instead of, instead of commuting home or get up earlier and just hit, like at the day, hit the computer before I even start getting ready for work, you know? Um, so those are efficiencies. So work from, work from anywhere, work from home means that, yeah, I mean, you, you don't have to be tied to that desk and those consolidated technologies now, instead of going to three different places to get the job done, plus Outlook, plus Word, plus Excel, plus PowerPoint or whatever we got to do, plus court websites, you consolidated the number of tools that just naturally brings new efficiencies. So there's, you know, as you're sitting there and it just kind of popped into my head as you were going through and you were talking about IT productivity and IT, you know, being able to do more, better, faster, cheaper. Okay. Less effort. You know, can you distinguish sort of the difference between outsourced and like co-managed because I know that a lot of times we've gone into a place that has internal IT staff and we're immediately greeted with this. You're trying to get me to lose my job. Oh my gosh. It's horrible. And it's literally like you can just feel the tension in the air the minute that we walk in the door. Yeah. So difference between us taking over from an IT guy versus working with them with internal IT staff? 
Dave, I got to tell you, I, I always, there's, it's hardly ever, unless the IT staff has brought you in, then it's always great because they develop the relationships. But if you're asked to come in to uh, to an environment and they had an IT staff and, and the, the, the leadership of the firm introduced you into that environment. I get it. They don't know what's going on. I totally get it. I totally get it. Dude, what's going on? Am I losing my job? You know, what's going on here, right? Those fear factors are there and I freaking get it. Okay. But I will say that of all the, the large firms that we co-manage, okay, there's only been one, I think, or two that we've ever asked to be to replace somebody, right? And, and of course, that has to be done on the down low. I hate to say that, you know, and I hate being in those situations. And hopefully, you know, I think the first first one that, that ever, it ever happened, the person knew well in advance that that was coming anyway. Right. And and so and and but take that out of the equation. Right. I, I hate walking into the situations for for the IT staff, because the first thing I always do, dude, I get it on the table. I think you have to get it on the table. Man, I'm not trying to replace you. You're invaluable. I need to work. If if I'm going to do good for this firm, for you and for the leadership, I need you here. So you need, you need to lead me, not the other way around. Your in-house staff, and this is in, you started to kind of touch on this, and I want to like just pull it right out. Your in-house IT staff has this institutional knowledge. Oh yeah, that we really find ourselves when we're in a, when we're working in a relationship where you've got internal IT and they ask us to help. It's almost like we're providing like tools. We're providing additional capabilities. You're the brains behind this whole design. You're the one that understands what matters. I will give you a perfect example. Okay. And I'm making a fictitious names, but a scenario is exactly like this. Listen, and, and this is me and you going into place. And you probably remember this. Hey, Jim, Dave, Bob is like an 80-year-old lawyer who practices still to this day, loves it. But he's got the oldest computer in the place because he doesn't want to change to Windows 10. You know, so when you so don't patch it, don't do this. And of course, I cringe at that. I'm sure everybody's cringing at that right now. But listen, we can't upgrade his outlook, you know, because he'll free, he just won't know how to use it. He he will just and and that's that knowledge that we don't have, you know. That's that, that white glove. That's oh my gosh, yeah. That we, we, and all we want to do is factor. and we want to help implement their best practices and maybe improve them and give them the tools to use. So, you know, that, that when you do a co-managed, it is truly that, you know, Hey, we're either providing tools backup, you know, or, or bundle of tools, right. Maybe a set, a suite of tools to do a lot of the jobs that easier or faster for you. Right. Um, they're not hands off, exclu- you know, they're not all hands off, they're hands on, but you'll be the hands on. Right. 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 Or yeah, sometimes they come back and say, what's that? I, I think it's kind of funny how like the topic was originally, you know, we intended to be one of the, one of the changing trends and whatnot that we've seen, but really with this, with this session, with this episodes turned into a lot of ways is what is even co-managed it and how well, does it work? You it's, know? Re- it's relevant, Dave. It's relevant because what's happening is that's part of the trend. It is. It is. It, you know, we, we know that it, we know what we know about, okay, so in-house IT, right? Take, put your, I'm now sitting in a chair. I'm an in-house IT guy. That's my persona right now, okay? I know that I need great, reliable backup. I know that, right? 
And I know that I've been doing great on-premise backup, but now I need to do something different. I need redundancy. I need failover. I need standby servers. I need cloud. I need maybe two clouds, right? And and I know that I'm not ready to do all that on my own as fast as I want to do it. So, and we have to do that now. Right. You know? And and I know that I'm going to move to the cloud. And what, what a lot of people think is once I move to the cloud, it's safe. No, it's not safe. You know, I need to back that cloud up to another cloud or maybe back on premise again, you know, and, and I know that there are professionals out there that know how to do that and can get it done quickly for us. And then I can take it over and, or they can monitor it so that I don't have to be on the hook and get the neck that's going to be choked, you know, when things, when things don't go right, Right. you know, instead we got somebody else we can choke, which is always a good thing, you know? It's we always good. Sometimes put ourselves right in the crosshair. That's oh, sure. and you know what? That's what we get paid for. So, uh, it, it, one of the things that I've said to any in-house IT staff: if we're working together on something and something goes sideways, let's figure out a way not not to like get us completely destroyed, but Put this on us. Yeah, you know, we don't want this to be on you. Let's make sure that it's it's on us, and we're going to get it resolved for you. We become allies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we become allies to accomplish the objective. You know you what I mean? It. And and so yeah, the co-managing that is one of the biggest resource changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I were to say two things, one, you know, cloud. Okay, cloud is just through the roof right now, and two. Uh, and when I say cloud, what I mean by that is moving your servers to the cloud, moving work from work from anywhere to a computer that's in the cloud, a virtualized in the cloud. Those are, that's the one thing cloud. Okay. The number two, co-managed IT. The 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 the, the awareness, new awareness, the awakening that we don't have to do this. We're in-house IT. We got a lot to do, but we don't have to do it all ourselves right now. And the economies are there that make it because it's not expensive, right? I mean, you're talking, you know, it comes down to dollars preceeds typically, right? And and the, it's it's the economies of scale are there to actually allow somebody else to come in and take care of that aspect of whatever there is, what, you know, and, and give me a stack of tools that they've perfected because of their experience. Those are the new two trends this year, if you ask me. You? Anything anything different at all? No, I mean, I, I would just say the other trend is that tolerances have become so much greater and speed has become so much more critical. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, you made the point earlier about the, you know, the fear and the, you know, necessity. necessity. And I think that one image right there kind of sums up what I've seen. Isn't that kind of funny? Scales of justice. The, the, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's the fact that necessity has outweighed the risk of the unknown or the risk of change. For the the scale, time. It's the scale of change. It's the scale. And, of- and, and that's a trend that, like I said, now that people see that it works and it's not going to just explode into a flaming ball of gas. Oh my gosh. Um, I think people are going to be more open to it on a, on a yeah. basis. So I don't see that trend changing. Well, this is a conversation we could take on for hours because there's oh, yeah. so much to talk about it, Dave. But listen, uh, I'm Jim and this is Dave and this is No Law From Left Behind. We're missing Vinny this week. Vinny is off doing some emergency stuff and we appreciate him. Yeah. He'll be here next week. Um, but if this was helpful to you, we'd lo- if, yeah, I can't talk today. If this was helpful to you, 
we, we appreciate comments. So make your comments below on whatever platform you're on, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, uh, or even a, our podcast. So we're on Pandora, Spotify, uh, man, uh, what else? iHeartRadio and um, Apple Podcasts too. So, um, you know, if you're listening, if you're watching, make a comment for us or just give us a thumbs up. We really appreciate that. This, if you think of somebody that could use this, use this episode, share it out to them. That that is just like that was gold. We really appreciate that. And finally, if you're not a member of our No Law from Left Behind group on LinkedIn, uh, just do a search for No Law from Left Behind on LinkedIn and find it. You know, apply to get in the group, and and we'll let you in. Uh, we love legal professionals. We love IT professionals and law. We love lawyers to join the group. And if you're a member of an association or even a vendor that can help. Um, help our new law from left behind group and our, and our pillars in that, please, by all means, uh, we would appreciate it. So Dave, uh, Hey, I'm done, man. You, you got anything last left? I think we're good to go, brother. I think the last thing we say is just bye. Have Thanks a lot, everyone. Great. Bye, we bro. appreciate you watching. Take care.